Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to the December Hemp Show powered by Cantrade. My name is Mark Ristelli. I'm the CEO of Cantrade and the host of The Hemp Show. Next up on The Hemp Show, I'd like to welcome Jamo Robinson with Nano Hemp. Jamo is a purveyor and collector of rare land race genetics from seven countries and five continents. He's also a global patent holder, an ISO certified consultant, a marijuana state license holder, and raw materials extractor, processor, formulator, and distributor of rare photocannabinoids derived from both hemp and botanical terpenes. JMO's last four years have been focused on drug delivery technology in order to create 100% photocannabinoid absorption, scientifically based dosing, and a two plus year product shelf life, eliminating nutrient fallout. Thank you for joining us, JMO, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me, Mark. Pleasure. Pleasure. Very cool. So excited to learn more. I mean, I mean, I know I know you're the you're the rare cannabinoid expert here. Oh gosh, there's so many. You know, we've we've uncovered about 30 of them, and many of them we don't even know, you know, the medicinal effects. So uh, instantly that goes into the uh, human clinical sides and more research so we can, you know, produce white papers and present that to the public for education. Uh, but more importantly, I think, you know, once we, we take those rare cannabinoids, the isolated state, we then do a bioenhancement and we nanoize this molecule and protect it through encapsulation. What this does is it, it gives it a shelf life when it's mixed with other uh, components or ingredients um, from topicals to uh, tinctures. By having a two-year shelf life is what we've tested on an accelerated uh, testing through Lumifuge. It, it allows you know formulators and companies to get a little more creative, um, providing you know different formulations for their markets specifically. Um, so that was our main goal was to produce something that you know it. I would almost call it dummy-proof. You know, it it has a high um, temperature. Um, 
it doesn't degrade once you put it into a, a topical or tinctures or other. Um, I have a few products here I want to show you, but once we take it from the, uh, you know, the isolated form and then to the bioenhancement to the nanoization, we have the typical tinctures that we put it in. Um, this is pure. This isn't a, uh, a cut. Uh, tincture, so it's it's pretty much pure medicine. Six thousand milligrams on one, fifteen thousand milligrams on a thirty mil. Uh, we've done a real good uh, process here. This is an oral thin film. Um, these are what we call dehydrated tinctures, and allows us to. This one right here has a hundred milligrams of CBD in it. Um, ginger peach is our go-to flavor, and they're they're excellent, by the way, JMO. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I've I've been murdering those things. I've hammered out <laughs> so many, yeah, it, several of those a day. Yeah, it's a little discreet, and it you know I think this is just a uh, you know, you know, you put this in your mouth, it's it's not as attractive, especially in public. So this was really designed for the wellness industry and for soccer moms, and you know they can you know have a nice silicon little freshness pack here and. Uh, you know, they have an uplift, they have, um, you know, a chill, they have a sleep, um, just depends on their mood. So we have to, we do a mood base for a few clients. Um, packaging is pretty good. You know, you've got these here, nice little blister packaging we can provide. Um, but it allows, allows us to, you know, ship these globally at the moment because of the rare cannabinoids that we currently uh, manufacture are produced from the D-limonene from the terpene. So we basically recreate a bioidentical uh, molecule within a petri dish in a lab. So we replicate Mother Nature's um, ability to create that molecule. Allows us to get to other markets, um, you know, do it legally and get this CBD molecule in the hands of people that have normally been a little bit shy and just don't understand the legal landscape. Jamo, can you can you elaborate on on how that process works? I mean, when you told me about you, uh, you know, deriving CBD from D-limonene, my mind was blown. I was like, I had no idea that was even a possibility. So can you dive a bit more specifically into that? And can you also talk about the difference between um, the product, you know, the finished product as far as how that CBD tastes and yeah. feels and functions compared to a CBD derived from hemp? Yeah, absolutely. So we have... Um this is a citrus derived CBD. I don't know if you can see the color there, mm -hmm. but what this does is it's, it's a bioidentical molecule. So it is, you know, scientifically the exact same as a hemp derived molecule. It acts the same way. Um, you know, through a lot of our tests, it, it, it acts exactly like a CBD molecule. And it, it has just for everybody uh, that's, that's listening. It has a bit of a, a bit of a tent to it, a bit of a yellowish tannish, tannish yeah, tint, right? compared so, so. to a, Compared to a standard isolate from hemp? Yeah, this is uh, so right there. The wider one here is a CBG. Okay. Um, hemp derived, a little whiteness in color. This is a citrus orange peel uh, D limonene derivative, 99.9% uh, .9 right here. Um, the process is, you know, there's some proprietary tech in this, but uh, I can kind of give a quick little basic overview is uh, a cyclic terpene assembly. Um, and that's what, you know, doctors like Emily, you know, really help us with in the labs is creating that molecule, um, a bioidentical, exactly the same, but the derivative is obviously from a, uh, an orange peel. It's one of the oldest extraction methods and known to mankind is the, is the citrus, uh, essential oil terpene extraction. So, 
Um, it gives us a little competitive edge in different markets um, and allows a lot of, uh, of our clients to be creative and to uh, you know go into the market with with full um, confidence and understanding the legal landscape because it is not a uh, hemp derived CBD. So it's it's opened up a lot of different doors for us globally at the moment. Um, allows us to supply a consistent product every single time to our clients, um, and that's I think that's key. Is, is just being consistent and having a, you know, a good flow and uh, never having a sold out on your uh, on your website is is the key right now that we've noticed from our clients. Now, now you mentioned uh, gives you a different edge in certain markets. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. That's because obviously the cannabis plant and the terpenes derived from cannabis slash hemp. Um, you know, everybody's afraid of THC, so it's heavily regulated. And that kind of trickles down to these other lesser cannabinoids. But when it's coming from citrus peels, delimonene, it doesn't follow those same regulations in, in many cases. Is that, is that what's going on here? Yeah, yes and no. Again, that's where the, uh, the regulation legal landscape's a little you know, murky. And it's, it's all about that old saying of lawyer up. And we do provide uh, you know, a template from our lawyers into other markets, you know, such as Japan and the EU at the moment. Some... Some markets uh, look at this uh, cannabinoid as a complementary supplement, and that's what's you know in the in the, uh, the customs documents and our chain of documents. You know, we'll we'll provide all that. You know, so there's no uh, confiscation of the product, and everybody can do business and just get this molecule to people. The O Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. So I, I remember uh, first time we chatted about a year ago, uh, the that you were also doing uh things like thcv and some of the the lesser cannabinoids um do you have those do you have those with you as well and can you talk a bit about about the other cannabinoids you offer yeah we um we don't have them in the bulk that's in the lab in a you know sealed up and you know okay. ready. It, it needs to stay in there for uh, a chain of custody documents and all that but what we do is we have end products here um again this is a THCV oral thin film or dehydrated tincture. And again, we put this in 20 milligrams into this. This is just uh, developed for a client. Very um, cool. So that THCV will, um, you know, again, we can produce all the raw material we've ever wanted, but if it's not going to go into a product and taste good and be palatable to the, uh, you know, to the, the general public, it kind of just sits on a shelf. So, Right. Our production over here is really focused on getting these into formulations and, and some that taste good. So um, I'm glad you uh, you had some of that and, and you know and you I've, liked. It. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you sent over you sent over a great care package. So I definitely I I, I got to see I'm getting low. Uh, yeah. But okay, so shifting shifting gears here a bit, uh, you you know are heavily involved in photocannabinoids and say focusing on the research portion of it as well. Um, where do we stand globally as far as the research on photocannabinoids for the lesser cannabinoids like we're talking about here? And for people who um, don't know about something like THCV, I mean, what, what type of information is coming out about the, the 
positive benefits of those types of cannabinoids? You know, a lot of ours is, you know, creating white papers on third parties, um, getting a lot of the academia, academic industry involved in this and kind of following our footsteps and providing them with the research and having them write on it. Um, you know, gets it out of our hands as, you know, passionate, uh, you know, community um, entrepreneurs, I guess, is what we all are in, in a sense, and get it to the academics. From there, well, you know, personal experience, what we've noticed is when you provide an, an oil-based isolate to a, um, let's say, a research facility or a medical research, that oil-based or isolate is actually a bare molecule, so it's not stable. So a lot of the researchers can't use that molecule, can't use that product, CBG, CBD, whatever it is, in its original um, naked state. It's not stable at the beginning. So when you're doing research, it's not going to be stable at the end, so it kind of throws it out. So it defeats the purpose. So... What we've done is been able to nanoize and encapsulate and create a uh, stability right at the beginning for the researchers to now study the molecule. So as we get into, you know, CBDA, CBDV, THCVA, we take that to the next step and we microencapsulate that. And so we can provide, you know, a bit of a stability for the researchers to actually get that academic um, paperwork out. And then the community can, um, you know, base their own opinions upon that. So that's kind of where we are. We're kind of stuck in that area of, of the education, but also providing end product to show them like, look, here's what the research says. This is what it tastes like. How does it you know, feel in your body? And then we kind of just go from there and the build slowly, you know, from clients to, um, you know, uh, and, you know, people that are very interested in this, in this area. So there's a lot of information, but there's also not a lot of information. There's a lot of cannabinoids that we have no, no information on that we just can't. Long way to go. Long yeah. way. So we're we're scratching the surface here, and uh, we're excited. Yeah. I mean, what what are we looking at? We're looking at only roughly twenty years of it even being legal in yeah. some states in the U.S. So it's a long way to go for sure. Now, um, you know, you spent the last four years focusing on the drug delivery technology. Uh, your technology is the nano encapsulation. Can you elaborate on on not only that, but also talk about how that's so much more important as a delivery mechanism than other methods of uh, in, ingesting or smoking photocannabinoids? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, smoking is definitely a good way to get the medicine into your body, but putting particles into the lungs is not recommended. Um, so we kind of stayed away from that. The next avenue to go to was absorption, which was to the bulk out cavity or a suppository. And to be honest with you, I didn't want to spend the next three years in R&D developing suppositories for people, you know. <laughs> So that's where we jumped onto the oral thin film or dehydrated tinctures. Going through the bocal cavity there, you get a lot of absorption right away by the enzymes and into the body. The technology we have goes from a 10 nanometer to 20 nanometers, and that will bust through the blood-brain barrier um, and allowing the absorption into the body. Now, if you say 100 milligrams, you know we have science and global patents to back up that you're getting 100% of that absorption of that CBD molecule into your body. Now, if you go to a normal oil-based tincture, you're maybe getting five, eight percent, you know, wasted in the gut, not absorbed by the body because it's larger particles. So we're essentially following a nutraceutical avenue that's been around for 30, 40, 50 years. A lot of my partners are, you know, nutraceutical, and the delivery systems have always been there. We're just applying the delivery systems onto this molecule, protecting it and getting into the body and having a, a, a legitimate dosage. If you're getting, if you're paying for 50 milligrams, you're getting 50 milligrams into your body. Right, I think right. that's, that's the key. Cause a lot of, you know, a lot of people I talk to every day say, look, I bought a $200 tincture and I don't think it works. 
and I just cringe. I'm like, oh, you know, it's oil based, and I understand that. So we're well, just you, trying to, you know, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You you mentioned the price, and that's one of the barriers I've always seen. At least when when someone's comparing something that is you know uh, bioavailable and ready to be absorbed in the body versus something that is not. It's basically like you can have something that's 50 milligrams that you're only getting a few percentage points of versus something that's six to eight milligrams that has more effect than the thing that's 50 milligrams. However, from a compute, from a consumer standpoint, when they go into a dispensary or they go into a, a CBD shop, the consumer is looking at the amount of, you know, the milligrams of cannabinoids in the product and relating that to the price. So that was one of the discrepancies I've always seen as far as like, it's more bioavailable and it's going to have a much better effect. However, it's going to have less cannabinoids in it. And it's kind of a, this barrier between the customer education on those products. I mean, you could have 10,000 milligrams of CBD, but if we're only going to get 5% absorption in your body, you know, what are you paying for? So that's kind of how we look at it. Um, we use absorption, not bioavailability. Bioavailability for us right now is really with a naked isolate or an oil-based product because you're always trying to make it more bioavailable because it is an oil-based, large particle, really bad absorption. With ours, ours is instant absorption right away. And that's, that's key because it keeps product liability out of our customers' hands. Um, you know, we, we give them the bulk raw material and then we kind of showcase and kind of hold their hand through the process. Say, look, this is a cannabinoid, but it's a different technology that you need to look at these aspects. And I think a lot of it gets consumer confidence. Um, yeah. Also, entrepreneur and business confidence that so they can go to market and say, hey, you're getting this. And if there's any issues, we have science to back it up. And totally. So, so JMO, we've run out of time, got to wrap things up. So if you're interested in connecting with JMO and NanoHemp, please add them to your network on CanTrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the NanoHemp wholesale menu posted in the webinar chat, also on the CanTrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Thank you again, JMO. Yeah, buddy. This is great. Yeah. Get a coconut, uh, water-soluble coconut water here. Nice with the with the blender cup. Yeah, That's right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so this is one of our newer products that came out. We're pretty excited about it. So it's a instant packet. Go to town, 40, 50 milligrams of coconut water. So Very cool. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. 
We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.